I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. What's up, podcasters? Here's something cool. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your salutation. No, that's all right. However, I think something cool, something we can pat ourselves on the back is, Mm -hmm. you and I went an entire show without saying the words Omicron or variant. Yeah, we did. Now, you know what? We've got three seconds left of the show because we're recording this just before the end of the show. Omicron variant. Omicron variant. (laughs) So if we just come on air, say Omicron variant, and that's it. That's the three seconds. Or let's put them together, Vericron (laughs) or Omnivent. Leave the people guessing. I love it. Which one are we talking about? Big, big show today. I've got to tell you, a big fan of the calls we got for fishing disasters. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of people would say, you know, CFM, it's a female-secured station, of course, with the music and whatnot. If you won't get fishing. There are so many female anglers out there who have been through, usually subjected to disasters as a result of the male anglers they went on holidays. That is true. But either way, all got them good prizes. Yeah. Um, As the president of the Ellie Cheney Fishing Club, I'm a female angler. Are you the president and the treasurer? Yeah, yeah, I do all the roles. Do you have like the longest meetings because you're like, and who seconds that motion? And there's like <laughs> no one. Can... No, it's great. The beauty of Fishing Club is it's the yeah. most chill club around. You don't have to do it's anything like to be a part of it. like all your other clubs. There's egg club. Yeah, yeah. We all have fishing a... club. So what other clubs are there? In my house, there's five of us and yes, we they're... each are the leader of our own club. Yeah, okay, Mind you, there's no leader of Eggs Club. Eggs Club, we're all leaders. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But there's Mountain Goat Club for the girls who like going mountain climbing. Yes. Um, There's Social Club, which I was kind of president of, but then I was like, no, I'll be Fishing Club president. I'm fast. Fast creating a yawn club over here. <laughs> well, you're not. You're just jealous. Cause you're not invited into any of the clubs. You're right. Um, yeah. Enjoy today's podcast. <laughs> um, oh, up next, I'm going to give you tips on how to sound posh, which is a bit of fun. There you go. Which is going to be so much better than hearing about all the bloody clubs in your house. What other clubs are there? No. Yeah. No. Okay. No need. All right. Thank it's you. all right. Ellie and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM. Yeah, we are. It's Ellie and Bex on ninety-one point nine. CFM. That doesn't represent me. That statement. I don't We're want to think I'm mixed stars. up. Yeah, oh, we are, bro. No, I've passed my time. Do you not have faith in this little you know dog and pony show, yes. as you call it? <laughs> dog and pony show. Who's actually? We've never discussed who's the dog and who's the pony. I'm definitely the dog. Okay, because I'm bigger. No, because you're more elegant and stronger. <laughs> you pronounce it. And we haven't discussed the breed of the dog. I'm a Shih Tzu. <laughs> You are. You're a little shit. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, That was a perfect example of why you and I need the tips from Anna Bay. Yeah, we already said the S word twice when children (laughs) are in the car. Now, Anna Bay is an elegance coach. Oh, God. Give me a break. Everyone's a coach or something. You're going to love this, mate. You've been waiting for this, okay? It's come to my attention that you and I... Lifestyle coach. No, no, no. Elegance coach is way fancier than a lifestyle coach. Okay. Is it like the late, great June Daly Watkins, for example, was one of those? Is that... The dude who Deportment. plays for Queensland's no. cousin? No, June. June. Yeah. Oh, he's Dally Cherry Evans. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Someone write that down. 3.12 p.m. She's peaked early again, folks. I am writing that down. <laughs> no, so... But like I said, so many examples coming out in the first one minute of this talk break as to why we need elegance training. Yes. So Anna Bay, she's coming For out one, with- she thinks that June Daly Watkins is <laughs> Daly Cherry Evans. <laughs> She's given us a video that um, has some examples of how we can sound more posh, okay? Okay. Um, So I'm going to go through some of the tips she's given us. And you and I, for the rest of the show, I'd really like us to incorporate these into our language. So instead of using the word very, apparently Mm. she says we should be um, using the word terribly. I'm terribly hungry. Or um, when you get a massage, they're like, how hard do you like it? You go, terribly hard. Terribly hard. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd be like, no, that's going to hurt. It doesn't really work. Uh, instead of saying, pardon me, yes. apparently that's not posh. Apparently, no. now it used to be posh, but now too many unposh people are using it. Yes. So now it's not posh. So, excuse me is more posh. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm terribly sorry. My goodness. Starting to string it together. Wow. Queen Lizzie, dat you. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm really... Yes, I'm off to see a manly game. <laughs> Instead of saying totally or completely, yes. you say quite. Instead of saying it's totally hot Excuse outside, me, it sounds better when you say it's quite hot. Terribly sorry, I'm quite late. Beautiful. Instead of saying hi or hey when yeah. you greet someone, hello. Excuse me, I'm terribly... Oh, excuse me, hello. That's a bit yes. weird, isn't it? I'm terribly sorry, I'm quite late. <laughs> or quite high. I'm confused. What's going on? What about um, you say the word how a lot? So like how lovely, how charming, rather than just saying nice or cute or fun. I say cute a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. What if I say how cute? Well, that's kind of, do they cancel each other out? No, I don't think so. Finally, this is my favourite. And I would would expect you to use this. Out of our misery. If I ever hear you saying the word toilet again, you're out of the studio. Oh, sorry. Okay, instead, you must refer to where one goes to do its business as the lavatory. Oh, excuse me. I'm terribly sorry. I've got a terribly big poo in my pants and I need to use the lavatory. That is the Whitney Houston remix by Clean Bandit. How will I know on 91.9 CFM? We're Ellie and Bex. How will you know? Well, a day after someone sticks something up your nose, uh, you'll get a text message from the health department (laughs) (laughs) saying everything's good. That's how you'll know. In 2021, Whitney, hey, um, we just checked it out. 46 days until I'm going to be a dad. 15th of Jan. Can't wait. Yeah, um, Seriously, I know what everyone tells you and it's going to be full on, the best and worst thing you ever do and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, on the weekend, we got to catch up with our mates who have got a little boy who's a legend of a thing. Mm. Uh, he's what, four weeks old and gorgeous. And I just, you know me, with babies, I loved it. I was a little bit having bouncy time on the knee. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was amazing. Is this the baby who cried when you came near it though? Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> but then I persevered because I figured out you've got to persevere because I can't hand my son back when he starts doing that. So no. I've got to figure it out. Persevered, got it done. What'd you do? Any tricks for? Change positions. Ah, okay. Didn't like the standard baby carry. Up on the shoulder so he could see everyone at Twin Fins milling around and having a coffee and whatever. He could pick out which bagel he wanted. A- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He was probably a bagel fiend. Anyhow, my wife said something that I don't think she was ever going to say before mm. <laughs> she realised she'd become a parent. Now, talking about, you know, the baby chat, you know, oh, you know, changing nappies, this, that, the other. Ugh. And I'm sorry, I want to give anyone who's got a kid listening right now, I'm going to use a medical term for, for genitals. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that Thank you. M- maybe it's not kosher in your house, but it's nothing dodgy. My mm. wife said this and loud as hell and everything just stopped. You know when people stop and the music stops and whatever else? My wife goes, yeah, i just got to get better at dealing with penises. Oh, jeez. Because we're having a boy. Exactly. You've got to wipe around it. Uh, Which I said f- you're clearly doing okay. But anyhow. F- oh. <laughs> I, it just, look, it just got me to thinking because six, seven, eight months ago mm. – that sentence doesn't enter our lexicon, you know. That's not something well, you we talk. Not. Well, yeah, yeah. It's chat okay. at night, you reckon, <laughs> over a wine. So, what do you want to do in the next year or so? Well, I, I'd like okay. to do my. I'd like to do my MBA. Um, what about you, Lisa? I'd like to be better with. Things. Okay, we get it. So, I was thinking about this change. What about this for one? Mm. If we go to the phones, five four five double one nine one nine, and we ask this question pretty simply: What 
did you never think you'd say until you became a parent? And there's a thing, obviously, that every parent knows that when it comes to changing nappies, boys are a lot more dangerous than girls because mm-hmm. they have the garden hose <laughs> that can cause trouble. Yeah. And my wife exclaimed to everyone uh, by accident because the crowd went silent at Twin Fins on the weekend, yeah, I've got to get much better at dealing with penises. <laughs> Like wow, you know you can get the little the little cones to put on top yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. You're, yeah. When they're changing them, well, they, what they told us in the birth class is you give it like a little bit of a peep, as in like you lift the flap, the front flap, because it's the cold air hitting them. That then they go, then they wee. So you lift it and put it back down again. Is that why? Like you when you run open it? the oven and it's really hot. Yes. Yeah. Is that why when I open the balcony door in the yeah. office, you just yeah. run off to the bed? Why well, I keep weeing myself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry so about weird. that. So yeah. crazy. Because <laughs> you intimidate me. Uh, five four five double one nine one nine. Tess is in Majimba. A sentence you never thought you'd say until you became a parent. Get your hands out of your pants and let me smell your bum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that could cost you a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> um, talk to me about the smelling of the bum. How often do you have to do that? Like a week of seven days. Um, yes. How many times would you have to smell a Good bum? Good question. Great question. It's frequent. It is frequent. And you, you, and you tend to, it's the worst part is you kind of put your hand down there a bit. You oh. put your finger down there like oh. it's going to end well. <laughs> I think what you need is one of those little cones for the little willies that, that Ellie yeah. was talking about. You need one for your finger. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, because then yeah. you can just you just the tip. Yeah, no, like I get a like a little dip. thimble, well, like yeah. when you're sewing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, that's oh I don't great. know why I asked this question. Thank you, Tess. I know. Live across the sunny coast, we are Ellie and Bex on ninety-one point nine CFM, doing it for Sunco Motors. Visit Sunco Jeep today for the Grand Cherokee Nut Eagle Diesel Runout. She says, no. while picking chicken and a biscuit from her teeth with her tongue. I know. Which makes it even more impressive that I just got that credit line right. Um, hey, Maybe I'll... that's the missing ingredient. You just need to be gorging on biscuits before you did it. I'm so hungry today. My what did, she grabbed a box because that was a surprise that someone was meant to pick up, but they never did. So yeah. you grabbed that box and you've come back and, you, and I saw you and you're in the corner. It's like when people bust their kids with treats and you looked up at me and you had this box of chicken and biscuits and you're like, oh, I'm going to smash these. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very hungry. I'm trying to be healthy today. That's, That's all right. Failed. Great job. Great job. Um, I'm about eagle. to bring you a story that has really made me smile a lot today. It's mm-hmm. a battle. An absolute battle it's between two... nothing to do two... with the delivery of chicken and biscuits, is <laughs> <No>. it? <laughs> <laughs> That's made you smile. It's between two heavy hitters. Yes. One is David Attenborough, yes. 95-year-old uh-huh. legend. And the other one, an Adelaide shopping centre. Yeah, one's boring. And one's David Attenborough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's happened is there's a quote up on the wall of this yeah. shopping centre next to the toilet where the toilets are. There's it's quite a, a long quote too, eh? Yeah, yeah. There's a mural of some bees and then a little plaque. And the plaque quotes Sir David Attenborough as saying the following. <clears throat> In the last five years, the bee population has dropped by a third. If bees were to disappear from the face of the earth, humans would have just four years left to live. Now, I'm no scientist. I do know that bees are almost essential at uh, keeping the ecosystem going. Four years. We're not going to all die in four years if the bees die. Imagine you're just walking around suburban Adelaide, just having a great time. Maybe you've been up to the Barossa for the day, you're on holidays. Everything. I couldn't be any better. When I turn up, I'm not going to go and tell my boss I'll take that promotion and I'll, you know, work harder. Oh, my. Four four years. Four years. There goes my five-year plan because I'm going to be dead after four. You know everyone reads it in his voice too. It's like, we can see that there has been a third decrease. Yes. And in four years, the humans will be gone. So... 
A man named Heath Hunter, who's a science uh, graduate... Uh, uh. Who lives in Adelaide? Know what he was called? Saw this and is like, hold on, that doesn't sound right. So yeah. he's written to David Attenborough, good job, Heath, and said, "Hey, mate, just so you know, you're quoted as saying this. Is that true or what's the deal?" And so David Attenborough has been like, "No, that is not. I what did I said. not in any way <laughs> say that we would be dead in four years." <laughs> so, so David Attenborough has written back to Heath Hunter, yeah, and and enclosed another letter in it, but. Yeah. Addressed to the Adelaide Shopping Centre, said, "Hey, mate, can you give them this?" Yeah. Saying, "Take it down." I didn't say that, y'all. But in David Attenborough's <laughs> voice, <laughs> "Take it down." I didn't say that, y'all. <laughs> so then, the Adelaide Shopping Centre has completely dismissed Sir David Attenborough's request, oh, left it up there. What not? Just take it off. I know, it's he- David Attenborough for crying out loud. That's like kicking a puppy. I know, right? So Heath Hunter's gone back, seen that it's still there. I mean, like, yo, Dave, it's still up. And so now the media's gotten involved. Yes. As soon as the media's gotten involved, yes. uh, uh, it's down. Oh, so they weren't prepared to do it when David asked them politely on the slide. Yes. Adelaide Shop. I tell centers. you what, that is a fitting end to 2021. I'll of course, there's a beef between Sir David Attenborough and an Adelaide Shop. Adelaide for centre. crying out loud. It's like, you know what, is Adelaide's just trying to be cool. It's like that kid we all went to school with yeah. who, like, I know you can't fight and I know you're not angry. Why are you picking a fight to try and look big in front of everyone? Oh, but even if they do, we've only got four years left to live, so yeah. it's going to be fine. Oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> and Bex. 91.9, You've got something you want to bring up with me. Well, look. It's a new development. Um, I do have a new boyfriend. A new boyfriend? A boyfriend? Let's yes, be honest. a boyfriend. He's a legend. Yes, and you two. So dreamy recently. looking, intelligent. We're only a couple of months into this relationship. Built like a dead set outhouse. <laughs> okay, all right. I get it. Do you want to date him or? And great banter. I thought the other night he was really balancing between making a good impression and showing us some of his personality. And I, I, don't, I thought that was really good. It's very hard. We're big personalities. Sorry. Should I just stay quiet and just let you rave on about my boyfriend? Or? Well, it's good, you know. I think after there was the f- French bloke who was a fake sailor and <laughs> all these people that stitched you up on Bumble and I've been here for all the heartaches. <laughs> Don't worry. I have seen all the frogs you kissed in order to find your prince. Okay. Well, okay. Well, and What a prince he is. I'm concerned <laughs> yes. that you two have instantly hit it off and yep. become friends because now you're texting each other. Yeah. Behind my back. And That's yes. what happens. Maybe earlier today I was starving <laughs> yes. and knew that there was a box of chicken in the biscuits under my desk yeah. and may have opened them. Okay, so all that happened was, what you need to know about this is Dan, boyfriend, is fitness fanatic and very particular about what he eats. He eats well. He's very clean, right? Oh, no, he's not that bad. He just, um, he's just healthy. It's not what you've said. No, uh, I'm not. <laughs> not true. He's a healthy and boy. I walked into you. Treating a bag of chicken and biscuits like you were Frodo when they were the ring, if you know what I mean. You're like, <laughs> and I just videoed that. All I did, I didn't fabricate anything, and I may have flicked it to Dan because I have his email address. He wrote back, and I think this is kind of a compliment. He said, Diet of Shane Webke, former international prop forward, uh, legend of the, uh, the NRL, body of Jen Hawkins, right? Uh, and thanks. I wrote back, more like the diet. Of Roy Nelson. Yeah, and I don't know who that is. Well, there he is, former UFC star, big country, now fighting in Bellator. He looks like he's from Game of Thrones. He's a great athlete, Roy. I mean, look, he's 160 Actually, kilos. he looks like Hagrid. Probably is. He 100% looks like Hagrid from oh, Harry Potter. You guys have got little marks in the no, same spots as well. No, he's got a big beer gut. Mate, that's well, if you're smacking a packet of yes, chicken and I- biscuits with a Coke Zero every day, you know what? 
I don't want to tell you this, but some women may not like you by the fact that you can eat like that. Oh, I still worked be a size out six. very hard and I, this was my one treat for the week. <laughs> what? I'm going home week. to make a vegetable. Well, while we're at it, don't make me feel bad about texting your boyfriend behind your back. How many times have you stitched me up with my wife? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> exactly. about. Um, I, Here we go. Look. And cue the snoring sound effects in five, four, three, two. There this it is. This is snoring, everyone. Ha. You made your bed, Roy. Payback's 8 All right, big country. and this prize will blow you away like a tent in a storm. 91.9 CFM's Ellie and Bex. BCF. That's right. Get into BCF Maruchidor for all your outdoor summer essentials. Chaney, today we're talking fishing disasters. And it's probably a 20-part miniseries if I had my own podcast. But yeah, 100%. <laughs> only two weeks ago I went out. I need quills when I go out in the ocean. doesn't matter how long. Mm. Went out without them. My poor mate Scotty, who had gone to my house at 6am, we mm. turned around and went home after 10 minutes. Classic, classic Bex fishing. A week before that, left a rod at the bottom of the ocean by not securing it properly in my rod holder. Again, unsurprising. Classic Bex, classic Bex fishing adventure. And classic Ellie talking Thank adventure. Thank you. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Kylie's in Golden Beach. Kylie, uh, tell us about your fishing disaster. What happened? Uh, well, we moved to Golden Beach and my daughter was begging my husband to take her fishing down at the local jetty. Mm. Um, and as nine-year-old children do, you know, they get... They have fun for about half an hour and they get a bit bored. So Dad was fishing and my daughter's running around on the jetty and she decided to kick her toe. And she kicked her toe on a metal screw and it resulted in Sunshine Coast University Hospital for the night, getting her toenail surgically removed, oh. lacerations repaired and oh. the bone in her foot was broken. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I didn't spew before when we talked about old mate who got a yeah. book through his old fella. <laughs> Oh, no, this was graphic. <laughs> oh, toenails removed. That is not yeah, ideal. I've had that before. Did your husband at least bring home a bag of fish? Uh, no, no, no fish. Just no brought fish. home a screaming child to the window. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with her. She's yours now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thanks, uh, Kylie. Appreciate it. And it's the other way you can never get traumatised, I think, living in Golden Beach. Yeah, isn't it? true. Pete's in Coolum, waiting patiently. Appreciate it, mate. Um, tell us about your fishing disaster. Well, uh, I was out kayaking on the Noosa River, as I like to do at night, and um, I forgot my net this time. So anyway, I ended up hooking a mangrove jack and landed him on my lap, and next thing I knew, he'd uh, latched onto my um, oh. shorts and bitten into my groin. He was so, having a mangrove uh, yeah. snack. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was indeed. And can I tell you so, something, uh, Chaney, which, which I'm sure you're aware of, Pete? Mangrove yeah. jacks are renowned for the power of their bite and their body for a fish of their size. Like, yeah. they are... They are the Ferraris of the uh, of, of the rivers, you know. Oh, they, do they have teeth? Are we talking like a shark type situation? Yeah. Oh, we're going to get rid of this up. So, anyhow, so what, what do you say when you get home? And uh, oh, how do you explain it to your missus? You know, this thing. And then she's like, "Who's this guy, Jack? You've been talking about? <laughs> hey, have yeah, a look at this, yeah, yeah. And and the worst part is he wouldn't let go straight away either. He was just hanging on. So, um. Yeah, it was, I was screaming. I reckon someone would have probably heard me. I'm just showing her. <laughs> oh, my teeth. goodness. That is some serious teeth. On a mangrove jack. When you say it was on the groin, yeah. I, I'm sorry to ask this, but yeah. we're talking the leg groin. Yeah, did, he, did, or... he go, did he go for your pilchard or your prawn? <sighs> <laughs> no, 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 on the uh, soft part down the bottom. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 I don't know. Why did you ask? I don't know, but I'm glad How I did. How long have we been doing this job? I know. You never ask. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. Oh, that Pete. sounds awful. Let's just say it drew blood anyway. So, yeah, yeah, Jack the Ripper, but not I, in great Britain. He's in Noosa. <laughs> and not often something that you ask when we're talking about being bitten on the
It was legal, but no, no, I let it go. Put it back. Oh, yeah, delicious. It back. What a man. What a man. Didn't Thank you, so love, love that from you, Pete. Great and uh, we'll sneak one more in from Jackie. She's in Brightwater. Jack, uh, fishing disasters. My two brothers come up from the Gold Coast to visit me every fortnight, and I take them fishing, and we have a bet. Whoever catches the first fish, they got to give you $5 each. <laughs> Fair so enough. I... I won this day. I caught the biggest flathead I've ever caught. So as my brother was cleaning it, chopping the head off, and he went to wash it out in the water, it slipped out of his hand. And you lost the fish. He lost the fish. Or he threw it out because he was being really vindictive and didn't want you to have your win. Exactly. He he couldn't cough up the five bucks. I, no, he, I made sure he that part up. But <laughs> I, think he, I think he was jealous that I could yep, yep. have to do that. Yeah, 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 Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.